1: This What's on Tap Radio On-Demand episode is presented by Cast Branding. Cast Branding supplies breweries, distilleries, and wineries with custom merchandise and branding. A member of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild, Cast Branding is a local-based company that can make your brand stand out with class. Why go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your brand and merchandise? That's just ignorant. Go to castbranding.com, Castbranding.com. Enjoy the show. Yep. All right. Thanks. All right, Chad. Um. I'm really excited about my beer that I brought to the table. I can tell. You're, you're, let, me, let me look at the specs up on it, though, real quick. Are you?
2: Now, <sighs> if a... we, now, if we bring the same beer, you know the show's over. That's true. Okay.
1: That is a true story. This might be the last episode. All
2: right. So You I,
1: might be listening to the last episode of What's on Tap. I have no idea what he's bringing. Chad so, and I, I do know. not discuss what beers we are going to be bringing to the show. In the event we bring the same beer, next week will be a financial show at this time slot.
0: This is about to be good radio. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. Uh, <laughs> spread the gospel of good beer. good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going
0: on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a first favorite.
3: <laughs> Cheers to the beer geeks and those new to the craft. A What's on Tap high five. Woo! High five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio, presented by Arctic Coolers the official overbuilt not overpriced way to keep craft beer cool now talking about beer and the culture that flows with it here's beer guru james simpson and beer logic's chad pilbean
1: yes here we are true story facts Welcome to What's On Tap Radio. I'm about to do something that they tell you not to do in broadcasting school. Okay, kids, take notes. I'm going note. to timestamp the show. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Welcome to the Valentine's Day edition of What's On Tap Radio. No, you can't use this for a best of, James.
2: I don't understand <laughs> that. It's like, hey, look, if
1: you want to go ahead and do that. And- because in the summers when we take a month off, we have to go back and look at uh, shows to use for a best of. Yeah. And when you timestamp a show... They're going to be like, dude, this isn't Valentine's Day. It's July 5th, dude.
2: All I got to say is is that if we run this as a best of in the summer when I'm on sabbatical, I'm okay with
1: it because uh, obviously it was a damn good show. Damn right it is. It always is. You know why? Because we have fine sponsors that are like, damn it, you better put on a good show. You <laughs> yeah, better put on a good <laughs> show, Pill David <laughs> <Beam and> Simpson. <laughs> you know that check we sent? Better be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start out by giving them a shout out, shall we, Chad? Please. Southern Star Brewing. Company, no label brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Brasses Valley Brewing, Brealogy Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Grill, Cast Branding, which sponsors our podcast. And we give a special shout-out, special shout-out to Arctic Outdoors because next to me and next to Chad is our Arctic coolers yep. that are keeping all the beers Arctic we're going to be cracking on this episode nice and cool. Yeah, that's... Well, Mario always says, he
2: says, you, you want... Your, are, are you want, already
1: name-dropping? Yeah, I,
2: there. Woo! I just na- name Mario always says, you want your beer cold or Arctic cold? I'm like, oh. Oh. Yeah. See? Oh, wow. You can, put it, you can put it in a cooler and it'll be
1: cold. Yeah. You put it in an Arctic, Arctic? Arctic cold. Arctic cold. Wow. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. All right. So welcome to What's on Tap Radio for the next two hours. We are taking over the radio airwaves and giving you a break from the politics of the world.
2: That would be pretty cool if we, if actually somebody declared. It's like, hey, check it out, guys. James and Chad are officially taking over. Over yeah, we
1: just declare. And what are we guys? What are you guys gonna be discussing? Beer yeah. So Chad and I crack a beer, and then we see where the conversation takes us. No, and we, sometimes it takes us in some crazy directions. No, I got notes here today, so uh, I, like I, I plan. Chad's like I got a one sheet that says otherwise, James. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, right, but we do got to kick things off correct by thanking our sponsors. And now that we did that, let's crack some beers with brought to the table. Yep, Chad and I are gonna be bringing some beers throughout the show. And uh, how are we gonna start this episode off, Chad? Who's going first?
2: I am, and I sure hope
1: that Ooh, okay. you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So So Chad and I are looking at each other because we do not know what each other brings and the second that we bring the same beer show that my friend is the last over. episode of what's on tap radio and it's history of the show seven years it's never happened and james said that he was very excited about
2: the beer he's bringing to the I, table i am i and am it's a flagship beer it is as is mine and this one's near and dear to james heart
1: oh boy Oh, yeah. he's reaching in the cooler will this be the last episode of what's on tap radio as he reaches into his hard arctic cooler oh you hear that
2: yep the hard side james a beer that was born in nineteen 19- 1807 and reborn in 2007, I give you the Dixie Lager Beer. Triggered,
1: triggered, 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 (laughs) triggered. Well, it's...
2: (laughs) uh, Oh, man. (laughs)
1: Wow. Well, some people were offended well, they, by the name, and Dixie is rebranding. And this is probably one of the last times yeah. you're going to see Dixie beer exactly. in a Dixie
2: beer bottle. I wanted to bring it because I know this beer is near and dear to your heart. Uh, from New Orleans, Nolens. Nolens. Yep. And uh, the Hurricane Katrina wiped it out.
1: But then they reopened. And then they reopened exactly. And then they're like, you know, we're going to rebrand
2: yeah and so now it's no longer dixie beer but this is what we brought it's what the, the i brought now this is this this hits two categories because it's kind of a it, it's not a flagship craft beer per se so it doesn't really meet i guess the flagship category but i do have something else for that uh but it is a beer that your granddad or dad might want to drink because well you know this is one of those legendary lager beers and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pour a little bit in the glass sitting next to me here and then I'm gonna hand this over to you, Mr. Simpson. All right go ahead that James I'm, it you, you're not you're not sentimental about this beer at I all. am well I'm, I'm just I, I'm trying to find all was, the six packs so I can buy them but it's getting hard to find on the shelves. I thought that, I thought that maybe I was wrong. I thought I heard a story about this beer that it was
1: yeah this was uh, one of my father's favorite beers yeah so uh, so he, so he passed away before. The rebranding, so, so she would not be happy. Be not. Well,
2: let's raise a glass to uh, the old man then. All right, cheers, cheers, my, my old man. Yeah, here. All right, there we go. There we go. All well, right. Whoa, what was that? We we. Glasses twice, yeah. Whoa. How about that?
1: Man, we have that's, a that's not a sound effect in the studio audience, here. yeah. We do all right. So, uh, good news for all of your our fine listeners, our fine fans. This is not going to be the last episode of What's on Tap. Right yeah. I was worried. No, nope. nope. it is not going to be the last episode because the beer I'm bringing to the table is very good and I don't have it a lot.
2: What you're saying, this isn't good, but this is a flagship. This is good. This your actually right. holds this up is, pretty this nice. Is, this is a nice beer. This is another one of those beers that my dad or granddad would drink, and I'm liking it,
1: but a beer that I'm bringing to the table. I don't have it a lot, but oh, when I do, it's very very nice. Damn. It treats me with the respect I deserve. I'm, I'm we're waiting. Now pulling it out of the Arctic cooler, a flagship beer, a true flagship beer.
2: Oh, oh. Pilsner Urkel. There nice. you go. The old uh, r- now now you know what that stands for. Yes, yes, yes. No, are, are we about to drop a fun fact now? Right now. There Yeah, yeah Rosetta Stone work for me. Um r- Pilsner Urkel or means uh, original Pilsner. How See? about that? Yeah. All right. And that's, that's your, your official What's, What's up real fun fact of the week, of the week. man. <laughs> hey, I'm phoning it in next segment. Hey, I'm going to go get some food from the backyard grill and drink some beer. You guys do the rest of the fun fact yourself. So you
1: take a beer judge certification program and you do the uh, Czech Pilsner category. That is the beer you're drinking, my friend. Yep. The old, Czech Lager. the old Czech Pilsner right there. Ooh, that is. Wow. Tasty straw notes. Very, very nice. Yeah. You get a big, big hop nose on that and just a big, bright
2: beer. Oh yeah, it looks. It looks. I mean, pale. If you hold it up next to the Dixie beer, it's look at there. This is the difference between clear and brilliantly clear. I mean, this is just. It's a beautiful beer, and uh, comes to us from uh, the Czech Republic.
1: Yes, it does. And this is at four point four percent alcohol by volume. Eighteen forty-two, this beer was established. So that is brought to the table. Chad kicked things off with the Dixie beer, and then I cracked the Pilsen. Urquell, Close enough. Pilsner Erkel That's what I said. Erkel <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's how we kick things off. A little teaser of what we got on tap this week. What are we going to talk about? Oh, Valentine's Day. This show is completely dedicated to Valentine's Day. Love. No, it's not? No. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about how Yingling is targeting younger beer consumers. How did beer sales do on Super Bowl Sunday? Hey, let's do uh, some beer predictions for 2021. And uh, what else? Oh, what is the most romantic thing to drink on Valentine's Day? That's just a little teaser of what we got on tap. Hang with us for the next two hours. We're going to be drinking beer and hanging out with you. Coming up, the official What's on Tap Radio fun fact
3: of the week. Get that pin and pad ready. We'll be right back. Craft beer. It's not alcoholism. It's a hobby. This is What's on Tap Radio.
2: 2021 is here, and you know what that means, right, James? Uh, Time for a beer? Well, if it's not, it's time to get your watch fixed. But what I was going to say is it's time to make a New Year's resolution. So resolve to get a beer? Resolve to never overpay for quality soft coolers. Resolve to visit ArcticOutdoors.com and check out the great drinkware, totes, and other gear priced at a fraction of the cost of comparable products. But uh, I like your one-track mind. Happy new beer, Chad. Happy new beer, James. Visit ArcticOutdoors.com. Overbuilt, not overpriced. You know, we love Arctic Outdoors and not just because they are our sponsor. But we do like that part too. But we really love them because they make ruggedly attractive products with temperature retention superpowers. We love our Arctic Coolers so much, we put the What's On Tap radio logo on them. Right, and you can personalize your Arctic gear by clicking Custom Shop at ArcticOutdoors.com. Yeah, put your company's logo on your gear or just put your name on it. I don't know, like James. Subtle way of saying keep your hands off? Hey, step away from the beer, Chad. Keeping it real, keeping it cold, Arctic Outdoors, overbuilt, not overpriced.
1: I was sweating for a second there I was sweating a second Yeah Because I thought this might have been the last show Yeah, this would have been This is it If we brought the same beer
2: Yeah, you brought a true, true flagship International relations and borders be damned We got this right here The Pilsner Urkel But uh, you said you wanted While we were at break You you wanted to revisit this Dixie
1: Well, yeah Because I I was talking about how this beer came out in 1842 Dixie beer? No, 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 no 1907 Yeah but the yeah. Dixie beer came out, 1907. So history right here on what's on tap radio.
2: Yep, we're tasting nostalgia and yeah. and, I'm, and I and I want to say this. So we started off. Chad brought yeah me. Chad talks, talks to third talks person. To third person. <laughs> Chad brought Chad brought some bad beer to to go and revisit to see. It's something that my dad or granddad would drink back in the day, and they, uh, and it was not worth drinking. But the last two weeks, you brought a beer last week. And, oh, yeah. And, and and it was beer that your dad would drink. The Ham's beer. And it was fantastic. It was. I was like, wait a minute.
1: This I was, is I was really gifted good. a six-pack of Tallboys of that, and it's now gone. I wait. brought one to the show. Right. And then we cracked some on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. And now we're out, and I didn't notice it at my local huh. retail establishment for like no, five no, or six bucks. <laughs> whatever, yeah. what, and
2: whatever you do, don't say their name. They're not sponsored. No, they're no, not a sponsor. I'm, I'm going to plug them. Yeah, yeah, yet. yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, I picked up another six-pack. And I like this Dixie. It's like I, five bucks, six yeah. bucks. Are, yeah, but the Dixie beer, it's hard to find. Yeah, you can Because, can't. I mean, once they do away with all these. Oh, yeah. this branding, out comes the new... Yeah. Whatever. These, these, I, I, I we talked about it on the show. I don't even remember what the name of go it. Go listen is. to our
2: podcast brought to you by Cask Brand. Yeah.
1: Go back and I don't remember. I don't feel like doing some research either. Far as looking we'll it up, but oh, uh, go catch up
2: then. Go listen to it twice. Yeah,
1: show, but show so. This good. is the first time we're actually bringing some beers that are lighter in the ABV, as far as brought to the table. Because normally, yeah, normally I would bring a lower ABV, and the Chad's like, "I'll back this up with a Belgian quad at nineteen five percent alcohol by volume." Oh, uh But no, we're, we're we're actually setting it uh kind of light, and then we'll see. You. As it uh, the show progresses, where we go, I don't know. Uh, I know I got some beers here in the cooler. Yeah, it, yep.
2: That, the Arctic's keeping everything cold, but yeah, it were the wheels could come off. Who knows? People could come into studio. We have no idea. I mean, security's laxed here in the building these days.
1: Yeah, it's COVID. You know, <laughs> shutdowns and such, furloughs, and uh, yeah, they'll let anybody in. I
2: so. just walked in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course,
2: I did. You gotta know which door to come in.
1: Yeah, it's true. You do <laughs> have to know the door to <laughs> if go. You go don't in. know the door, but if you do know the door, it's <laughs> wide open. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, We've got some beers in us. Uh, is it time to drop some some knowledge?
2: Fill your belly, fill your head. Let's do it.
3: The official What's On Tap Radio fun fact of the week is presented by Beer Chronicle, the authority on Houston beer.
1: Yeah, not only are we drinking beer, we're also bringing some fun facts, Chad. Yep. And that's where Chad's like he's got his uh, lab coat and pen and pad and everything. He's got a PowerPoint presentation over there. It's going to be interesting to see how he does this on the radio. Uh, but yeah, uh,
2: PowerPoint and radio, fire Pilbeam. It doesn't work. Visual aids, you know. Uh, I just got a sheet of paper here. <laughs> he and, points to things on the uh, paper. Uh, that's right. It's like, hey, I'm pointing now. Pay attention, kids. <laughs> All right. Uh, Legends of uh, Saint Valentine. Since it is Valentine's Day, uh, they are plentiful, and uh, it's kind of like hearing the story though of the history of the IPA because the stories vary widely, and nobody really knows the truth. But uh, so, and some some have actually challenged the sainthood of Saint Valentine. But what we do know is that St. Valentine is credited with love and matters of the heart. And, well, it's love that we are talking about. And it's the subject of this week's official What's on Tap Radio fun fact. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that beer... You got to put this little disclaimer on here. Beer is not medicine, but it is a solution. Now... I, I I have to put that little disclaimer out here. Um, you know, I'm not really a licensed doctor because last week, you know how many listeners called me, said I got problems with my kids. And <laughs> Chad, you 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 said you're a licensed uh, psych child. Did psychologist. they not listen
1: to the disclaimer? They, we have a disclaimer for a reason. But
2: I said I was a licensed child psychologist, and people started sending me their kids' problems, and I was like, I'm I, listen. I just, By the way,
1: uh, my <laughs> wife and I are wondering when you're gonna get back to us, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be a few sessions. Anyway,
2: what about this here? This was kind of interesting. Speaking of matters of the heart, after having a heart attack, which is kind of, uh, don't really want to think about that. Uh, one might be asking themselves, should I be cutting back on drinking? Well, fortunately, we've got medical science to answer the question for us. Now, there are plenty of medical studies out there linked to reducing the risk of a heart attack Um, And those have been conducted on typically males over the age of 60 because that's the highest risk group. Well, good news. Science is on our side and it says that beer actually raises the HDL cholesterol level. That's the good kind. And well, people out there say, well, what about red wine? Is it red wine better? No, no. And if it is, it's nominally (laughs) better. No, no, no. The show about beer, drink beer. All right, beer does the trick too. So good news is, is we can actually help reduce our risk of getting a heart attack. But what about after a heart attack? Well, French scientists stepped up and they evaluated 353 men who've recovered from their first heart attack. And it was discovered that those men who went back to drinking, they were 59% less likely to have another cardiovascular event than those who abstained from alcohol altogether. So if you have a heart attack, no matter what your doctor says, Crack open a beer because you're 59% less likely to get a second. Oh, wait. There's a little, little disclaimer I forgot Do on I have there, to roll too. Do the disclaimer? No, no. Yeah, yeah, run it.
0: And now the legal mumbo-jumbo. Legal mumbo-jumbo. Just to be safe. Opinions stated by What's on Tap Radio and contributors to What's on Tap Radio are not to be considered as endorsed by this awesome radio station. You are
2: urged to use your own discernment. What does that mean? Stretch your brain for you dummies. Okay. And draw your own conclusions. Please drink responsibly. Cheers. All right, All right, now mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah, actually, there's yeah, you forgot about a little medical drug interaction with alcohol and, and Bob's. Let's up type the <laughs> copy. And if the, yeah, if the <laughs> doctor actually says, like a real doctor, not me, says, "Don't drink after a heart attack." Hey, don't drink after a heart attack. But the Italians jumped in on this too. That's right. Scientists did eight additional studies. With over 16,000 patients, and they too concluded that beer is good for people with cardiovascular disease. So, hey, beer is on our side. Of course, moderation is the key. And now the... Knock it off. I'm going to have to
1: do it again. <laughs> yeah, now
2: now it's unlikely that a, be- a doctor is going to prescribe beer as medicine, but it does happen on occasions where it's prescribed in hospitals for people who are recovering in certain circumstances. But uh, nothing's really all that fun about this fun fact yet.
1: I was waiting for it.
2: Yeah. So um, how about we just chuck all the science and ask you this, since we're talking about love. James, did you know that there's an official name for somebody who loves beer? Really? Matters of the heart coming full circle right here for your What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Cerveza What? The Cervasophile, an aficionado of beers and ales, a devotee of decoction of barley infused with hops and fermented, an imbiber of beer of the highest order, bordering on devotion, and one who pursues the very finest in malted beverages. Ladies and gentlemen, the Cervasophile. That is an official term. Can you say that again? Cervasophile. It is somebody who is in love with beer. Happy Valentine's Day, folks. All you subversifiles out there, hopefully you got a kindred spirit sitting next to you that you're sharing one with, a subversier, (laughs) with your fellow subversifile. But your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week is subversifile is the official name of a beer lover or somebody who's an aficionado of beers and ales, a devotee to the decoction of barley-infused and hops and fermented, an imbiber of beer of the highest order, bordering on devotion, and one who pursues the very finest in malt beverages. And that, what's on tap radio, fun fact of the week, brought to you by Beer Chronicle. You can find out more about them at beerchronicle.com, beerchronicle.com, and on the gram, that's the Instagram, and Facebook, Beer Chronicle H-O-U, Beer Chronicle H-O-U. They are the authority on Houston beer, can you try to fit that word in every
1: segment of this episode? Subversive, subversive. Well, I'm acting like one right now with this Dixie beer, but which we're running out of. So I think next segment we should probably crack more beer. <laughs> Because I think we have some food to pair we do. that beer with, right? We do. All right. Backyard so Grill step we, up. We're going to continue this education train. So coming up next segment, now we got some fun facts in us. we got a couple of pilsners and loggers in us. Uh, we are going to bring some food from the Backyard Grill and do a food and beer pairing. And plus, we still have to talk about... The Beer Trends for 2021. What are we going to predict? What are going to be the Beer Trends for 2021? And uh, some terrible news coming out of the UK. No! Yeah, we're going to talk about beer snow. Uh, and uh, Sierra Nevada, they're at it again. What are they doing this time? Well, We'll talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about the most romantic things to drink on Valentine's Day. Since this is Valentine's Day edition of What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be
3: right back. Yeah, we drink water. But it has to be filtered through a brewery first. You've got What's on Tap Radio.
2: It's my favorite Steely Dan
1: song. Get a hold of the show. (laughs) Many ways to do it. Start by going at Chad Pillbeam. At What's on Tap Radio. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can send us an email at, no, i, I got to stop saying at what's on tap radio. It's what's on tap radio at gmail.com. People are like, oh, it's not working if I put at what's on tap at gmail.com. It's what's on tap radio at gmail.com. It's
2: because you forgot. You tried that little ampersand thing, that, little, that A with the circle. It's A-T, thank you very much. <laughs> no, uh, just playing. No, our, it's not.
1: Our favorite love songs. Welcome back to what's on tap radio. It is time. Time. To do a food and beer pairing. But I figured before we do that, we're looking at the food and behind the scenes, behind the scenes.
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Chad, I don't, I just sit here and just like prep for the next segment. Oh, you hate that, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And then Chad <laughs> takes the food out. I'm not allowed to talk to him while he's doing this, but he'll take a bite, take a sip, of beer. I'm like, no, nope, that's not going to work. And he throws the beer against the wall and breaks. <laughs> and then I chew on a chip. Yeah, he chews on the chip. He's like, no. next, next beer, next beer. And then we have an assistant.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he tries another one and... You know whether or not he's happy with it, but I think he found the perfect pairing. I think I did right, right. here. So, so before we, we do that, let's talk about the most romantic drinks you can drink on Valentine's Day. Ooh,
2: wait. Let's, let's get some. Uh, ooh,
1: ooh. ooh. You
2: got me excited here.
1: Let, let's get some. Uh,
2: do you have any? Do you have any? Do you have any uh, like really good?
1: Yeah. Oh wow! Let's get some. Let's get some love music going on. All right. Because <laughs> what I think about love, I think about Karate Kid too.
5: <laughs> it's very clear.
2: Oh,
1: that's we're funny. We're
3: both lying here.
1: Yeah, I, I know the I
2: know the words. What can I say? All right, I'm a Neil Diamond fan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you to get a hold of the show <laughs>
2: at Chad Pillbeam at Chad Pillbeam. All right, James, what are some of the romantic things that we're drinking this Valentine's Day season? Well, era. We
1: went around and interviewed two thousand people.
2: We've been busy this last.
1: So yeah, we, can- we and we were asked two thousand people to. Name the most romantic, boozy beverages you can drink on a date. And so here are the top 10. And some were allowed to pick more than one because we didn't want to interview 4,000 people. 2,000 was enough. But uh, coming at number nine, gin and tonic. Oh, a little gene tea. All right. Yeah, 14%. Oh, um, by the way, and 16% said none of the above, so... Buddha Uh Number eight, vodka and soda. I bet that's a real exciting date. I know. <laughs> Boring. Vodka, soda. Vodka, vodka, soda. All right. Yeah, whatever. that's at 14%. Right. Again, we're talking about the most romantic thing you can drink on Valentine's Day. Number seven.
2: Wait, raise it up, wait, gentlemen. Wait, wait
1: a minute. You said top ten. You skipped, you skipped eight. No, I said number eight is vodka, soda. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. All right. Go on. Oh. Oh, number ten was uh, 16% said none of the above.
2: Oh, none of the above. Oh, I got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So uh,
1: coming in at number seven, everybody raise it up. Raise it up. Raise, no. raise your pint glass. What? Coming in at number seven, beer at 19%. Oh, come on. Beer's higher than that. No, no. Beer came on at number seven, which I'm, I'm actually surprised it came in this list at all. I don't know, But man. then again, we did interview 2,000 people at a What's On Top radio event.
2: Yeah. I crack open a beer, and I look over at my uh, beautiful bride, and I'm like, hey, this, this belly rubbing music, the belly rubbing beverage.
1: Uh, coming in at number uh, six, martinis. Number martini's, f- Martini's too expensive. Number uh, five, wine cocktails oh, like that, sangria. That's predictable. Twenty-six uh, percent. So the top five are all wine. Are you ready for this? No. Number four, <laughs> rose, twenty-nine percent. Uh. Number three, white wine, thirty-seven percent. Number two, champagne, champagne, champagne at thirty-eight percent. And number two, or I mean number one, excuse me, red wine. Red wine, going back to your fun fact, Chad. Well, Number one is the most romantic beverage you can drink on the See, Valentine's part of Day.
2: romance is spontaneity and surprising people. And I think a lot of people look at beer and don't see it as a romantic beverage, especially if you're ranking at seven.
1: Yeah, Out number the, seven was on beer. List. I so, mean, so, no, but... It but, took me all day on Saturday to go around and interview 2,000 people. If
2: you want to go ahead and introduce a little little spice, a little variety, I say you crack open a beer, kind of like we're doing right here, and I'm going to go ahead and crack open another beer because... Good, because
1: Rodney Campbell's sitting oh right my. now, and he's like, dude, y'all aren't drinking fast enough for me. What's the matter?
2: Now, <laughs> this has been in the Arctic, so it's going to have to warm up a little bit, but... Uh, the paired segment brought to you by our friends at The Backyard Grill, thebackyardgrill.com, located at the corner of Weston Jones Road, home of 100 different items on the menu and 100 different beers. And they happen to have this beer. Uh, and so I'm going to co- co-sponsor I am going to co this uh, segment here with our friends at Southern Star Brewing Company up in Conroe, Texas, because I really believe that this beer pairs perfectly with what we have. We have a couple of appetizers here today. So what we did is, is we went with the gnarly rib stack and the rib stack is it is pork ribs which uh, baby back ribs which are then flash fried for a crispy outside crunch and a little bit of extra seasoning and then uh there there's some a little bit of toasted almonds that are sprinkled on there but on the inside, still moist and juicy and delicious and flavorful. And then, wait for it. Oh, wait, wait. What do we else do we have? Oh, we got another little appetizer over there? Uh, yeah. Um, we've got the house-made pub chips. I'm like, oh, that didn't sound all that exciting. Yeah, well, that's because you didn't dip it in the old barbecue. What's that? Well, barbecue sauce pulled pork and rich melted cheese and the beer to pair with this. Yeah, where are you
1: going with this? Because there's a lot happening, Chad.
2: Yeah, a lot of flavors going in a lot of different directions, and I tried the Pilsner, Pilsner Urkel, I tried the Dixie, and, and they work. They're good, um, but it, it, it didn't pair perfectly. So uh, here it is. I'm breaking
1: out my lawnmower beer. Yeah, I was about to say, Chad, you mow the grass? <laughs> Just got done <laughs> mowing the grass? Buried hatchet stout. Your white new balances are green.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I got the buried hatchet from Southern Star Brewing Company out of Conroe, Texas. So thank you very much uh, for supporting what's on tap radio and making this fine stout, which, oh yeah, so it's got dark malts. Uh, It's going to be a little bit sweeter than a lot of your drier stouts, uh, but it's got big, big power coming in nine and a half percent and it's going to stand up against that rib, which is a little bit smoky. And uh, it's got, I mean, it's meaty. It comes off the bone, just big old chunk, and then you take a sip of this beer and it goes great with it. The pub chips, not too salty, which as far as I'm concerned, you start getting salty snacks and putting it with your stouts. eh, But you dip it in something rich and beefy and rather meaty like this barbecue with some smoky barbecue sauce. Game on, and we have pictures, which we will be posting to social media, and um, I, I, I learned a new trick with my iPhone camera. Oh, did you? Oh, these pictures are going to be sexy. Speaking of love, speaking of love, and on Valentine's Day, you're going to love these pics. And so, again, I want to say thank you to the Backyard Grill, where, uh, as I said before, 100 different items on the menu and 100 different beers. If you can't find something to eat there, well, there's something wrong with you.
1: <laughs> That's a good date night. That is good night date night. Now, I was talking to you off the air about... My wife and I have a big anniversary coming up. We were trying to decide where we wanted to eat. And it, one of the hardest things, especially when you're going on a date, is where are you going to eat? Because uh, the wife always says what?
2: I don't care. I don't care. I don't you, care. Decide. You, decide. And
1: you And then you pick one. And you, no, she's I like, no, I don't go no, there. No, I don't go there. Doesn't happen nope. when I suggest <laughs> the backyard grill. never, Especially right now, crawfish season. Giddy up. Crawfish season in February the early stages i think that's where we're gonna go with well yeah i was gonna say you, you can't really go wrong with crawfish
2: they are at the byg and that would mean there's over a hundred plus plus items because that's not on the menu it's just you got to know when it's there and they have it
1: i was uh perusing the old interwebs when we were you were setting up your food and beer pairing here and um talk about restaurants around the, the country you know there's restaurants that are offering discounts to people who get vaccinated what? Yeah. So, to bring in business, restaurants are starting to offer discounts to people who have been vaccinated. And the owner of one place in Massachusetts called the Rumble Seat Bar and Grill says that he's also doing it to thank the healthcare workers since they've been named or been some of the first people to get a vaccination. Now, I don't know where your stance is on the whole vaccine, but this is what this gentleman had to say about it. We here really appreciate them being on the front line, and not only are they taking care of everybody that has the COVID, putting themselves
4: at risk, but they are the first ones that are kind of like the guinea pigs for all the rest of us getting the shot, and I I appreciate it.
1: So... Some restaurants are offering discounts for those that are uh, getting vaccinated. Yeah. Now, I, I, I looked on, um, there's, there's stages of, or phases, there's phases, yeah. and I'm like, in 2022, I can probably get that. To- <laughs> well,
2: well I, I, I noticed on there that uh, the, the restaurateur there summed it up quite well. Not that I'm trying to make this a supercharged political issue, but he did say, I really appreciate those frontline workers being the guinea pigs, <laughs> going out there and getting it done for first. It's like, yeah, hey, call me in a week and let me know if you got a tail. Well,
1: it's like you know the, the the first people got the iPhones. Like, I'm gonna wait, hold out and see how spending a thousand dollars on a phone works out for you, Man. and then you know. We'll see. We'll oh, see. But, right.
2: uh, I'm, I'm, and I'm not suggesting that you're going to get a tail from getting the vaccine. But, I mean, the guy just hit the nail on the head. It's like, <laughs> hey, Chad, you going to line up? Nope. I'll <laughs> wait until you guys tell me, you know, whether or not you can, you know, taste your food anymore or whether or not you're disgusted by beer. Because, trust me, if that's a side effect, yeah, I'll take my chances with Rona.
1: So, there you go. Just some restaurant news. And I uh, also have some more restaurant news. Uh, um, we still got to talk about the beer predictions for 2021. Uh, there's some terrible news coming out of the UK. Oh, no! we got to talk about uh, beer snow. Oh, Chad, you got a rip from Reddit, I heard. I
3: do have a rip from Reddit.
1: If you don't know what a rip from Reddit is, <laughs> stay tuned for that. So this is What's On Tab Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back.
3: Did you know that six beers a day can reduce your risk of giving a rat's ass? What's
5: On Tab?
3: So Chad, guess
1: what? My anniversary is coming up, and I need to figure out a good place to go where my wife and I can agree.
2: Hot date, head yeah. out to backyard grill. Why? Because oh, why uh, did I think of that? Hold on a second, dude. Genius. You're not gonna argue. No, there's tons of stuff on the menu, and we, she'll she'll love it too. You can eat healthy. Uh, you got beer. You got wine. You got margaritas. You've it's got crawfish cookies. season, and, oh, bro. Oh, dude, now
1: crawfish.
2: The, I'm telling you right now. I know it's your anniversary and all. But, uh, I'm going
1: to get down on some crawfish I was gonna on my say, anniversary.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, smoochy face later. It's hot! That's yeah. kind of what we do on our
1: anniversary. Yeah,
2: they actually do mild, medium, hot, and ass-burning. Yeah, that's their signature sauce out there on the crawfish. And with over 100 beers to choose from to wash it all down, yeah, you'll stay cool and hot out there. And they
1: got some cocktails and the wine.
2: Fantastic stuff at The Backyard Grill. 100-plus menu items and 100-plus beers. The Backyard Grill, thebackyardgrill.com, and they are located at the corner of Weston Jones Road in Jersey
1: Village. Honey, we're going to the Backyard Grill for our anniversary. You can't say no. I won't say no. Nothing like a bunch of dudes dudes sitting in a room, munching on ribs and chips and... Barba Gooey. Barbara Gooey. Yeah. Listen you... to Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
2: even sure you'd hear that. I mean, the playlist at the Backyard girl is pretty amazing. Not sure you're going to hear this. Welcome sure back. you would. Sure you would. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio, where uh, we're trying to make things a little more romantic than number seven on the list.
1: <laughs> yeah. Number seven of the most romantic beverages to drink on Valentine's Day, according to our survey. Yeah, we went around and interviewed 2,000 people. Sometimes we interviewed the person twice. Yeah. <laughs> we just put a uh, fake mustache and glasses on him. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Well. Anything to pad those numbers, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we were trying to get to 4,000, but we were like, look, look, we'll get lucky if we get to two. <laughs> Let's just interview the same person. We'll call you uh, Simon on this yeah. go round. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some good food, good beers consumed. And uh, don't forget, we'll be posting these to our social media to get a hold of the show, uh, go to our What's on Tap Radio Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And what's on tap radio at gmail.com. Can I? Uh, I don't normally ask for
2: permission. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to open a beer.
1: Okay, yeah, because we have a studio audience in here, uh, Ronnie Campbell, who is very impatient with these beers. He's like, God, you drink too slow. Well, here's a little behind the scenes Chad and I, little one ounce pours. That's not good enough for. For Rodney. <laughs>
2: Rodney's, Rodney's like, hey, what's this What's this four ounces crap? Yeah. Rodney,
1: Rodney's like, I should have brought in my own damn Arctic cooler.
2: Well, I want uh, uh, to say a shout-out to Ian, the head brewer at B52 Brewing Company. Also up does in Does he Colorado. know us? He does. Yeah, follows us, comments on our stuff, jumps on our Live at 5, which comes on Facebook Live every Monday through Friday from 5 to 515 if you like the fun facts, I'm going to pay for that, though. Uh, Zero dollars. Really? Yeah. You, and by the way, all well, that's convenient. And not, not, You want to talk about convenient? We automatically renew your subscription as soon as you just jump on. Wow. Yeah. And it costs you nothing. You
1: tell me another beer show that's out there doing that for free.
2: Yeah. Nothing. No. Uh, do, do I need your phone number? No. Social security number? No. Email? No. But we do
1: need your PIN number and
2: <laughs> <laughs> date of birth. Date of birth. Yeah. But if you can give us that stuff. No, actually, you just jump on Facebook Live uh, Monday through Friday. On our What's On Tap Radio Facebook page, but uh, I want to say thanks again to Ian out there at B fifty two, and uh, hey, hey Rodney, I hope you like Nelson because this is a uh, single hop, DDH
1: double. Y'all, you are really cracking a beer. Yeah, I'm cracking oh, a beer. Oh, I'm oh, cracking. Oh, yeah. this Dixie beer. B
2: B fifty two. They said, hey, uh, I'm going to hook you up with one of these. Why don't you take it on the show and tell us what you think? And uh, I said, all right, let's play that game. We're going to go ahead and do that. So I'm going to go ahead and pour some in my glass here. And then I'm going to give some to James because Rodney's going to drink the rest of it. <laughs>
1: Rodney <laughs> so. Cast Branding sponsor our podcast. castbrain.com CassBranding.com, CassBranding.com. Is that enough, Rodney?
2: Yeah, you got enough plugs there. Wow, yeah. golly. Uh, hang on, let me get a little more. Yeah, I mean, let me, let me get a little more. Yeah. yeah, hey, with all those plugs, that check better have cleared. <laughs> anyway, where's my tablecloth? And don't smell the can. Pour it in the glass, and then see. This is what happens. Yeah. I don't have any proper glasses. Poor, oh my goodness, he's upset about the glassware now. Just first, drink out the first, damn first first he was upset that he didn't have a beer. Now he Just go to the
1: restroom hand. and and wash it out in the sink. All right,
2: enough with the cooking the uh, the home improvement tips here for his beer glassware.
1: Let's R- talk about Yingling for a second. Let's, let's, we, let's, we announced that America's oldest brewery uh, out of Pottsville, they're making their way west. They announced distribution in Texas in 2021. People are excited about that and then According to Reddit, people are not so excited about that. but uh, It's the shiner of the north. <laughs> By the way, we have a rip from Reddit coming up shortly, and it never disappoints. We're looking for a sponsor for that. So if you want to put your name behind that, that's a good investment right there. I'm just saying, that's a real good investment. But uh, America's oldest brewery, Yingling, is making a bold move with its latest Mango-infused release sold in brightly colored cans.
2: Just the way the founding fathers would have intended.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Yingling announced that they're releasing Raging Eagle mango beer. It's a pilsner made with natural mango flavor. And uh, I got a quote here from Jen Yingling. She doesn't know us, though. But uh, she said, we saw an opportunity to leverage our six generations of brewing expertise to create a refreshing mango beer that appeals to adventurous beer drinkers and adds a bold new brand to our portfolio of iconic beers. That's a uh, Jin yingling, a sixth generation brewer.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: See, all Chad? Right. Well, all right. So yeah. Raging Eagle, uh, she added, is geared towards beer consumers ages 21 to 35. That's our demo. That's our demo. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> I think our demo is a little broader, but that's okay. Go on. But uh, if you're asking how it's described, well, Raging Eagle is a contemporary edgy and flavorful brew for those looking for a bold, invigorating flavor in their next beer adventure.
2: Okay, pause. All right. I'm going to describe this Nelson beer that we just got from B52. S-
1: sell it better than that one, Chad. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, Hey, uh, yeah, give, give me those words again. Uh, This is an edgy, flavorful brew. Edgy, flavorful brew. Yeah. Bold invigorating. Bold and invigorating. There we go. That's flavor a- for the next beer adventure.
2: Okay, for the fl- yes. So that's B fifty twos. Hope you like Nelson. <laughs> Did that help uh, you at all? It's
1: that six percent alcohol by volume? But my favorite part. My favorite part. It's gonna be sold in twenty four ounce cans. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. At convenience stores. You are making that. No, up. I'm not. No. The beer will be sold year round in twenty four ounce cans at convenience stores in twenty two states that Yingling has carried, and including Texas in twenty twenty one. Complete with a paper sack. Hey, listen that's how the that's what the, these these younger generation beer drinkers. You know what? It's mango. Gotta,
2: it's gotta look like it's it's gonna be mango and it's gotta look like a monster. So it's got to have, you know, the, the energy
1: drinks. But anyway,
2: speaking of energy drink, I got that is
1: all about the, okay. Okay. Let's what? talk about this beer from B52. then.
2: Yeah, let's do. I do. I want to get back to this beer, beer from B52 because right now, but somebody at B52 is like, that's not what our, our beer doesn't taste like supercharged refreshment for the next beer adventure or whatever <laughs> the hell they just said. I don't Invigorating. know. Invigorating. Invigorating. <laughs> no, this, this tastes like a really well-made. It, in- no, that is really good. Yeah. This is a new England IPA. So it's got uh, tons of tropical notes to it, but here's what i like about it you get a hop bite bitterness without the hop burn but you get so many of those hop burn uh i hate, that.
1: I hate when you get a hot burn yep and what is hot burn for those that don't what do you mean hot burn
2: well when you drink it feels like you got heartburn it's yeah, like,
1: it's, oh, yeah it's it's burning as it goes down and i remember being at a, a craft beer conference with rodney one year and they had a seminar on hazies right. and somebody from the panel at, or somebody from the from the crowd, asked about Hot Burn, and the guy on the panel said, Well, if you don't like Hot Burn, then I don't want you drinking my beer. I was like, What? Wrong answer, homie. I don't remember what brewery it was. But, yeah. but no, there's no, it's very smooth. Uh, yeah. It's very tropical.
2: Mm hmm. I mean, I'm getting uh, slight notes of melon, and uh, but in in a good way, it's delicious.
1: We took care of you, B52. Take care of us now.
2: <laughs> Next time we roll in, can we get a pint, please? Yeah, this is nice beer. Uh, so hope you like Nelson. And the thing I like about this particular, is, I don't know a lot about the different hop varieties that outside of the 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 C hops, and and a handful of the German nobles, uh, the noble hops and the German hops and the. Uh, the more common ones, but Nelson, I mean, it's a pretty common hop that I see in beer, but I really don't know the flavor profile of it. I didn't Google it. I didn't look it up. I just pulled it out of the Arctic cooler and cracked it open, and uh, it's got a nice profile because it is a single hop beer. Not to be confused with smash beer because it's not a single malt, single hop
1: beer. Kind of like uh, Lone Pints, Yellow Rose.
2: Yeah, right. That, that would be a smash beer. hmm But yeah. So B fifty two hooked us up. Um, they did give us another beer to crack open, but I'm not going to do that now because it was a well. Wait for Rodney to be
1: ready. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe wow. I'll maybe I'll save it for New Beer Wednesday. Uh, while we're talking about restaurants and such, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, this is a little tease This going into our break, which next segment we're going to do. Hold my beer and watch this. But there's a restaurant owner out there who's busted for trying to set his business on fire after the COVID lockdown. Ooh. Yeah, there's a restaurant owner in Queens, New York, that has been arrested after he tried to set his own business on fire back in August after he was locked down because of the COVID restrictions. Yeah, his own surveillance was what caught him in the act. And his own sprinkler system put out the fire before it could spread. So he's facing a minimum of five years in prison. So in all, this went really poorly for him. And, <laughs> and this hold my beer and watch this in hour
2: number one. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just a little teaser of what's oh coming up. Oh my because
1: gosh. Because Kip, name drop. You're getting your money's worth next hold my beer and watch this. Coming up. This is probably the best Hold My Beer and Watch This. It's, it's going to be epic. It's amazing. It's going to be epic. So that's coming up. Also, next hour, we have the rip from Reddit. And what else have we got going on, Chad? Oh, he's Chad's telling me to wrap it up. Okay, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Hour number one of the books coming up, the Hold My Beer and Watch This. This is a good one this week, folks. We'll be right back.
3: The more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe. Drink more beer. You've got What's On Tap Radio. Radio.
1: Hey, it's Beer Guru James Simpson here from What's On Tap Radio. It's hard to deny that hard seltzers are widely popular around the globe. On the show, we talked about a recent study that reported 55% of Americans drink hard seltzers at least once a week. Many American craft breweries are jumping on this new trend by adding hard seltzers to their portfolio. This includes my good friends, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Brew has now put on a couple that are, and I'm going to say this as a beer guy, really good. There's the Summer Street Hibiscus Lime. This bright, clean, and refreshing bubbly launches a balanced taste explosion onto your tongue with tangy lime and tart yet sweet hibiscus flowers. Then there's a sister of the hibiscus lime called the Summer Street Tangerine Hard Seltzer aka Tangie. Tangie is brewed with tangerine puree. No sciency junk. Buff Brew used the good stuff for a light bubbly seltzer that's full of flavor and most definitely worth the squeeze. Six packs of these crazy delicious cans are hitting the shelves now where Buff Brew is sold also at the brewery in Sawyer Yards. Get it on tap at one of the three floors of flavor. Buffbrew.com. Buffbrew.com. Cheers! Above prison, I don't know this song <laughs> a
2: place I didn't
1: be. Oh man Alright well Welcome <laughs> to our number two <laughs> What's on tap radio Is Valentine's Day edition yeah, Brought you to you by Res
2: Valley Brewing Company Where maybe if you're doing A little two-stepping Oh yeah You could two-step You out. do two-stepping Yeah I actually I lear- You know who taught me How to two-step Producer Dusty's wife Really Yeah And he taught He taught my wife How to two-step So now my wife and I we, we not only go out to Brazos Valley and crack open beer uh, like this uh, fine two-step Pilsner, but we, we actually two-step. True story. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to pass that over there to quick to you before yeah, Rodney, Rodney gets Because, yeah, he's a Bogart at all. Rodney's
1: like, dude, you guys drink way too slow for me. You
2: know, if Rodney went on a date with his wife on Valentine's Day, I'm just curious. Um you know, you know how whenever there's like that last chip in the bowl, like that last one, it's like, you have it, honey. You have it. He's like, no, mine. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, I want to thank Brazos Valley Brewing Company for bringing us hour number two of What's on Tap Radio. You can find them out in Brenham, Texas, off of Highway 290. Doesn't matter which what direction you're going. They're off of Highway 290. <laughs> they're out there in Brenham. <laughs> just put it in the old GPS. They're open on the weekends, and you go out there, check them out. And uh, they've got food out there. they got the brand-new tap room. They've got—I'm uh, sure they're going to have all the game on. So um, they're, they're open
1: on the weekends, huh? Uh, they are. Because there's a certain destination in uh, Brenham that's not open on the weekends. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people flock to this destination on the weekends to find out it's closed. That happened to the Simpsons. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: You went out there for uh-huh. ice cream? I did. Well, I don't know why you went for ice cream, because that's only the third best reason to go. What are What are the other? What are the well, LJ's Barbecue, of what? course, right there down the street from our friends at Brazos
1: Valley Brewing Company. LJ's Barbecue. I told him to stop following him on Twitter. I mean, on uh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah, because the pictures are, the too pictures good. are just like just, they're, they're just torturing me. And you
2: get in the car, and you drive from Katy, and you get there, and they're like, sorry, sir, sold out. All right.
0: Kip, you're getting your money's worth, buddy. Let's do it. Hey, guys. I'm Kip, owner of Galaxy Jewelers, over here on Sunset Boulevard. I was just wondering, y'all know what time it is? (laughs) Uh, Hold my beer and watch this, because you know jewelry shines and criminals do not. Now, when I saw
1: this story... I thought this was this was like a, a bit out of Saturday Night Live or something. I thought this was no way this is real. Off the onion. Off the like. I, I did not think this was real, but no, it's real. It's legit. it is it is a real story, out of Clackamas County. If I'm not saying that right, I don't Clackamas know. County. Where? What state? Uh, I don't know where state it is. So I'm just in Clackamas <laughs> County. All right. You look that up. No, that's not what's important right now. I'm looking this up. Now. Well, a Clackamas County deputy was on his way to a welfare check when he saw a speeding Volkswagen Jetta rapidly approaching from behind. The deputy pulled his marked patrol car to the right lane to see if the Jetta would pass him. The suspect did drive at speeds estimated between 80 to 90 miles an hour. The deputy pulled over the suspect As the deputy walked toward the driver, the deputy called out for the suspect to turn off his car. Instead, the deputy said the Jetta rolled backwards about 25 feet to hit the front of his patrol car. True story. Tony. I looked this up. Sir, could you pull over and put the car in park? No, but I can pull over and I can back up 25
2: feet and hit the crash into
1: your car. It gets better. So the deputy reported smelling alcohol coming from the inside of the car, and he stated that there was an unopened can of, you want to take a guess of what kind of beer? Bush. You nailed it. Bush. Bush latte latte. in the suspect's cup holder. The deputy asked the suspect why he let his car roll backwards into his patrol car, and the suspect, a 41-year-old named Jeffrey D. Wayne Cannon of Portland. Does he know us? I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) He reportedly looked confused and then looked back and said, I don't know what
5: happened. (laughs) 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 The deputy
1: asked if Cannon had any weapons, and Cannon had a concealed loaded Glock handgun. Hmm. The deputy took possession of the weapon and later determined it did not have a serial number. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. This one is, uh... Just keep adding uh, on years. We're adding years to this sentence. <laughs> a search of the suspect's car revealed a half-full can of Bush Latte in the cup holder, along with a number of other empty beer cans and a baggie in the center console containing...
0: Cocaine! All right.
1: <laughs> Mr. Cannon explained that he had planned to party with a friend this weekend, according to the sheriff's office. A field sobriety test was conducted, and... Was that really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> and Cannon later provided a breath sample, which returned at 0. .22% blood alcohol content.
2: 0.08 the limit, and he... So, almost three times the legal limit.
1: <laughs> We're not sure about math, but I did that one quick. But wait, it gets better. Wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> when he asked how he thought he would do on the field sobriety test, Cannon told the deputy, Not good. <laughs> While pegging himself on a scale of one to ten, he said he was on a four in terms of intoxication. So, at a scale of one to ten, where are you in terms of intoxication? A four. Right. So, so one is sober. Ten is I'm on the moon. Ten is backing down into a police car and not realizing you're back to do a police car. Four
2: is realizing that you got two open containers and a bag of coke and you backed into the cop. Got it.
1: He was arrested. No yeah, You're surprised right <laughs> On charges of a felony In possession of a firearm DUI in possession Of a controlled substance Cocaine And deputy this is my favorite part Said his car had a sticker On the back of it That says Not drunk Avoiding potholes <laughs>
2: <laughs> That is a great way No sir I don't need to do A field sobriety test I'm just avoiding
1: potholes <laughs> So you're Hold my beer and watch this A drunken driver with cocaine, empty beer cans, backs into a Clackamas County patrol vehicle.
2: Yeah, it's also a sandy Oregon.
1: That's what I said, yeah. So a man who planned to party with a friend was arrested for DUI after rolling his car into the back of a patrol car at a traffic stop. Well, he had cocaine and empty beer cans. There you go. That's your hold my beer and watch this. I told you that was a good one.
0: This is Kip. Y'all just heard Hold My Beer and watch this. Brought to you by my place, Galaxy Jewelers. And always remember, jewelry shines and criminals do not. Can I have to say it again? Jewelry shines, criminals do not. That
2: bumper sticker is probable cause to get pulled over. It's like even the guy, if you are driving the speed limit.
1: It's like the guy who has a hundred uh the the, the hundred club stickers. Yeah and then has you know not drunk avoiding uh, potholes well yeah the
2: 100 club the century club those 100 club stickers those that you yeah, that's how you get out of the ticket but this this one here is like there's only one reason a guy would put that on his on his car it's because he doesn't want us to pull him over hey
1: let's pull him over yeah let's go ahead and find <laughs> out and uh, sure enough it was a good reason to pull him over all right well let's take a break coming up we have to still talk about terrible news coming out of the UK there's beer snow and we got a rip from reddit what else we got, Chad? Oh, yeah. Um, Sierra Nevada. They're at it again. We'll talk about that. So, what's on tap radio? Hang with us. Be right back with more beer to
3: drink. And now, your weekend forecast a 100% chance of beer. You got what's on tap radio.
1: So we started the show off big this year by bringing this is fine body wine from No Label Brewing Company. Now, we're going forward this
2: year. Well, everybody's going forward. We're Not looking back and No Label Brewing Company, they started last year by cranking out all these new beers, trailers. He's pushing, pushing yeah, they recipes. They brought in a brewer and he's like, look, we're going to be pushing forward. I'm telling you what, artwork. Website, tap
1: room experiences, including the VIP. You went on that. I did go on the VIP and I learned a lot from everything how grains are supposed to taste like to how that grain tastes in that beer. And I was treated like a VIP.
2: Raise the glass
1: up to them right there. The KD Original, no label brewing company out in KD,
2: Texas. VIP experiences, brand new beers, tap room, awesome, great
1: customer service. Always something new to experience out there. Uh, Speaking of new, they have this is the Flores Java, awesome coffee beer. And don't forget the Irish Red. Pushed out new beers? Treat yourself like a VIP by going to No Label Brewing Company. No Label Brewing Company, Katy, Texas. Gotta loosen up my belt here. Yep. Backyard Grill, man. You want a good date night? <laughs> Backyard Grill.
2: Love, love, love food there. and yeah, Fat and happy right now. Cracking open beers. Welcome back to What's on Tapper Radio. A
1: lot of stories to get to. Lot to get to. I do want to... I'm, I'm, I gotta apologize. Again? I yeah, I had a listener send us a message. We were talking about beer jingles and oh. beer commercials. And I mentioned Falstaff. Because that was a my grandfather used to drink, and downstairs in my house, I had this giant, like, I guess at the time that's what a tin tacker was, <laughs> but it almost looks like a giant serving plate mm-hmm. that you would serve at like a large function. But I guess that was the tin tacker, but it's a Falstaff. Well, he sent me a email saying that that cream did a Falstaff commercial
4: back really? in the
1: 60s, yeah. Oh. And I don't know who sent me the email, and I apologize. I'm just called Pete for the sake of the story. Yeah, if you if you're the one who sent that link
2: or whatever, or let us know that Cream did a Falstaff beer commercial. Let us know. We have a nice uh, uh, gift pack. Uh, we've got Swim Fan on VHS for you.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to say it was in 1964, but uh, yeah, if you would sent that to us, I apologize for um, for not uh, having being prepared for that. I feel bad, but do you, do you, do you, yeah, you have the bit? Do I, you do have, it? I do have. I do have. Oh, yeah, the commercial. Uh, yeah, let me cue it up. here. Oh, that's fantastic. But this is pretty cool. Like I, I'm telling you, beer commercials used to be so much better than they are now. Oh, amen. That's just my opinion, but here we go.
2: Sounds like cream.
1: Right?
5: the clear beer from St. Louis brings you cream from London. Oh,
1: That's good, man. The
5: fear that can't slay and it us and it us. Why you reach for first, when you oh want God. to quench your fire.
1: Dude, this is a bomb ass commercial. No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 1967.
2: I got inducted to the Hall of Fame after this, and I
1: don't know how. I'm going to agree to disagree with you on that, Chad. Oh, my
2: gosh. All right, here we go. All right. here. Back we- in
1: 1967, Cream did a commercial for Falstaff.
2: Uh, no, no, I, I mean, anybody could... No. That, that, I'm sorry. Lone Pie, <laughs> the Thirst Slaker... It slakes your thirst, okay. and you drink it, and you're not thirsty
1: anymore. So th- thank you to listener Peter who sent that to us. I, I He didn't send us the commercial. I, I dug it up. Oh, actually, Chad dug it up. There's but yeah, back in 1967.
2: So. I mean, there is nothing original about that. By the way, thank you very much, Lone Pine Brewery. Uh, Speaking of
1: the UK, we're talking about... Uh, oh, wait.
2: I, I was going out there. Hang on. I, 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 I I'll leave Blake out of this one. I was going to go up to Lone Pint there, and I was going to have some fun with him, but we'll leave him out. Blake Niederhofer?
1: Blake Niederhofer. Over at yes. uh, Lone Pint Brewery in that Magnolia? Yeah, I was going to have some fun. Yeah, I got to go back and see that guy. I do, too. All right, so as I was saying, in the UK, terrible news, Chad. We do have bad news. Yeah, this is crazy. Yes. So, um, Just to put things in perspective. Right, so... That's what we're doing. We're going to put things in perspective just how... The rippling effects of the pandemic and COVID are. Right. right. The,
2: the, the, the COVID pandemic is now affecting things near and dear to our heart beyond our loved ones who, uh, you know, our family members or our uh, neighbors, or children. Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally killing our beer. We have talked about how breweries are having to throw out beer over and over. Well, we know that during the first shutdown of COVID over in the United Kingdom, they threw out. A whole bunch of beer. A lot uh, of it. We are talking lots and lots and lots of beer to the tune of about 77, uh, about 70 million pints of beer poured down the drain. But because things aren't opening up the way they're supposed to and things, you know, just everything's being held back.
1: Because we don't want to kill grandma.
2: Right. And over there in the United Kingdom. They have these rules. The British Beer and Pub Association has identified this waste because they've the, they got these limits on there. So, for example, uh, beer uh, is supposed to be sold fresh. Otherwise, it has to be disposed of if it's not fresh. So you can't sell an out-of-date beer in the United Kingdom, according to the British Beer and Pub Association. So for all pasteurized beers, which includes most lagers, They usually have about a three to four month shelf life after they've delivered to the
1: pub. So if these pubs are shut down for, you know, months and months on end, down the drain, they have to go. You're in trouble, right?
2: However, for real ales and unpasteurized beer, a two month shutdown, you're done because the time scale to get rid of those beers, six to nine weeks. So what you're seeing here is now all of a sudden it's like breweries have to make all these beers. They're going to put them out there and we've already poured $70 Pints of beer down the drain in the United Kingdom, well, get ready to add to that total right here because we're going to add on another 10 million pints expected to go the way that the first round went or a total of 87 million pints going down the drain in the United Kingdom, which would fill 20 Olympic swimming pools or four hundred and (laughs) ninety five thousand bathtubs
1: if you're bathing in them yeah well
2: well, yeah i like how how, how the stat on here uh to the usual level required for a bather (laughs) whatever that is i mean some people you know they're frugal i don't know but Anyway, uh, we saw that uh, before the pandemic, the number of pints or excuse me, the number of pubs in the United Kingdom had started rising slightly.
1: So there was actually a little bit of an increase. Like all right, there was growth. Growth. That's good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden here, come COVID. I'm going to come
0: crush the party. I'm
2: going to mess it up. Um, But yeah, uh, so some of the thirty nine thousand premises that are operating in the United Kingdom are struggling, closing, according to the BBC. All because of COVID, and frankly, what's ki- really killing it is is you can't sell out of date beer, which is good for the consumer. It's fantastic. I don't have to worry about getting out of date beer there in the United Kingdom. Problem is, eighty-seven million pints going down the drain.
1: Yeah, didn't we talk about that uh, uh, that pub in Oxford, England, that uh, had been open for like a like how many like God, I can't remember how many four thousand years. years? No, like four hundred. It was like four hundred years was a or long something.
2: Two hundred fifty
1: something. I think. And then they they had it closed because of the pandemic. Yep. That's just what this pandemic's doing. You know, we want to save grandma. Well, that's not a bad thing. Oh, I know. Saving I, grandma I, I is know, a good I thing. I know, I know, I know, I know. But uh, that's just... It's not all sunshine and... Uh, no, it is not. And buttercups over here. <laughs> Buttercups. Buttercups. <laughs> buttercups happy i don't know
2: <laughs> rodney's happy he just cracked open another beer good yeah oh listen, hey speaking of no label brewing company no label brewing company out of uh, katie texas Yeah, so helping us out uh cheering up that's one pint we're not pouring out <laughs> we're drinking <laughs> that one right here in the united states uh fiesta forever mexican style lager all right so uh talk about some ab news oh yeah since quick. We, were, so, we were over the pond uh, anheuser Busch. now hold on ab imbev based in belgium yeah so that's across the pond so mm-hmm. that all right so this is the uh, import report
1: yeah uh, anheuser bush has announced that it's going to be shifting production of their signature beer stella 12 from europe to four of its u.s breweries what? including its st louis flagship which will produce the beverage for domestic consumers
2: Okay, Get all right.
1: that class action lawsuit ready.
2: Um, <laughs> all right, now... The yeah, move
1: that's right. is a part of the two-year, one billion capital investment program at its U.S. production facilities that Anheuser-Busch announced last week. Production of the U.S. Stella Artois supply will begin in early summer and complete by the end of the summer. So... AB will now brew Stella Artois in the U.S., including in St. Louis. I'm going to
2: say this right now. Okay, this is going to be probable cause. Right or not? This is evidence right here for uh, Anheuser Busch InBev. AB InBev. Um, If you listen to what's on tap radio, you'd know that Stella Artois, when you drink it in the United States in the next six months, not made in Belgium. Okay, so if you said, "I thought I was drinking Belgian specialty beer," it's made in St. Louis. And if you claim that you were duped. Means you didn't listen to this show and you did yourself a disservice. So pay attention, listen to what's on tap radio, and you won't be duped like that. And you know, Wait, the, are the you good,
1: really telling me Red Stripe is not brewed in Jamaica? I'm
2: telling you, uh, Kona Brewing's not brewed in Hawaii. Really? What? I feel like I've been lied to. Alaskan smoke porters not brewed in Alaska. Actually, that that, is. that one is.
1: <laughs> All right, let's take a break, Chad. We got some things to discuss. Uh, but coming up, we're still going to talk about uh, Sierra Nevada's got a, a new program. We got a ripped from Reddit. We still got to talk about beer snow and much more on this edition of What's on Tap Radio. And I'm looking in the uh, Arctic cooler.
3: Still more beers to crack. We'll be right back. The more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe. Drink more beer. You've got What's on Tap Radio.
1: <sighs> this is a love song. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen!
5: <laughs> wow!
1: Come on, Chad. Yeah, they're, Let's oh, hear it.
2: Oh, well. Let's hear it, Chad. What? Yeah. what do I look like Win bends to you? Here, no label name. Do right. it. Wow! Now it's time to trade those All right, do it. All right. Holy, oh, got enough beer in me here. I can't do it. I can't hit the high note.
4: Turn when we
2: touch, <laughs> when I feel the hand of fate, reach
1: it out to
4: both of us.
1: All right, all right, no. all right. enough, enough. enough. During the break, we were talking about our favorite love songs, and Chad was like, dude, you got to play Survivor. I can't hold back. And I was like, I don't know that
0: song. He's- yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
5: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.
4: He proceeded to sing the entire song. I'm like, okay. So we come back with it
1: and then Chad's just silent. I'm just giggling. Froze. I'm giggling. You froze.
2: I'm just giggling because I can't believe you said you liked this song <laughs> and you suggested
1: it. <laughs> back in the day,
3: out to both of us. in the
1: early days of my radio career, I worked at a classic rock station and we had a thing called AeroFest. AeroFest. Oh yeah, and Survivor played pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. It's like Survivor, Journey, Sticks, the Kansas, Alfield, Foghat. <laughs> Maybe Alfield was there one year, but yeah, it was kind of the same band uh-huh. rotating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Survivor, and uh, you know, I, like I was like, oh yeah, was Survivor going to come out and sing I the Tiger like nine times, and then I forgot about this jam, right?
2: And by the way, this song makes beer. While you, if you're drinking beer during this song. Definitely makes beer more romantic The number 7 on the list
1: of the most romantic beverages you can drink on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right, yeah, right.
2: please. I was gonna say. Let's People are it. like,
1: dude, the tuning in for the first time. Like, what? I will never listen to this show again. No, no, no. Please, please. Yeah. I'm begging you. Yeah, try it. Right? Try it. We every- usually come back with cool music like Pantera and Stone Temple Pilots. You got this love, <laughs> love, <laughs> love. Yeah, a little Pantera. It's not, it's not like this every segment. No, we're. Um, yeah. So give me a. Give me. Give us another try. All right. <laughs> it reminds me
2: of the uh, ripped from Reddit that we did on Guinness. Uh, last week, remember it was like, it's like a really good bowl of soup, except after drinking a bunch of it, it makes you want to fight as a rip from Reddit. By the way, James, um, I have a rip from, it Reddit. is at that
1: time. It, 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 it is that time. Rip from Reddit brought to you by, oh, wait, wait, if, if the, that's you that it, please reach out. That's a great investment that, right there because <laughs> that, that's probably this is a good behind se- my hold my beer and watch this. And then the fun fact. Oh, this is probably th- this, this, this is a
2: good segment Now this is This is, a, this is an abbreviated one from, from previous weeks But that's okay when But I said,
1: if you do invest In this, this segment We'll come back With any music you want us to Yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. You want to come yeah. back With Primus We'll do it we,
2: Yeah we'll, we'll even give you a Wu-Tang sounder. Clan
1: I got it We'll give you a sounder And everything yep.
2: But uh, here we go uh, Rip from Reddit If you're not familiar With what Reddit is It's a user based Content platform On the internet Where you can go And post questions Or make comments And then people can Go ahead and follow That thread Yeah
1: and then get Investment tips in di- On yeah. investing in GameStop
2: Right In a little different Community communities and so this is off the r beer the reddit thread beer and uh there was a there was an individual who who posted up there it said i bought a 12 pack of miller light and i found two Modelo's inside with 10 miller lights Has, wait wait you heard me correctly they bought a 12 pack of miller Lite. 12 pack when they opened it up there were two modellos close box close two modellos inside with 10 miller lights weird okay He was like they're from different breweries. There, has this happened to anyone before? And I uh, was like, "Oh, this." I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear what kind of comments we're going to get. I am kind of curious. because you know somebody's going to somebody's going to troll this, and this is well, what happened.
1: How did that happen, though? Well, okay, I'm, oh, I'm, no, no, no. I'm all yours. I'm no, all yours. That's good. I'm so all
2: most most of the answers centered around the fact that the both beers must have been sold through the same distributor. And whenever you have a case package break or a twelve pack break. You throw away the cans that broke, and you reassemble it in a clean case and put send it out to the store. Yeah,
1: but they don't do that at the distributor.
2: Sure, they do. Do they really? Oh yeah. If something falls off, like if a pallet falls off a shelf, and they can clean it up, yeah, and save it. Yeah, they'll do that. So, all um, them. Okay. So they'll, so it'll it'll so to avoid throwing away the whole thing. Okay. They're like, hey, we got ten good cans here, and let's just find two more good cans from another broken package and stick it in, and we get a full twelve pack. But they got they thought they were buying a twelve Miller, and they got. Two Modellos inside with the Ten Millers. Now there was one guy who responded, and he and he confirmed it. He said, "Yeah, we used to work at a. I used to work at a distributor. We do this all the time. We'd sneak in two. Coors, we'd sneak in Coors Banquet beer in in a case of Coors Light all the time, just as a joke. So anytime they had. So this is apparently a thing that some distributors do just for fun, and and have some fun with it. But. Um, one guy, he said, he said, yeah, he says this is the adult version of ordering a box of fries and getting one onion ring. <laughs> 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 Even though you didn't order it. I like that,
1: though. Yeah. It's a little surprise. You
2: do. It's like, okay, do you want onion rings or fries? Fries. But you know damn well when you reach in there and you're like, oh, there's an onion ring. You're excited. and So that's the same thing right here. So he opened up and he found yeah, it's it. <laughs> it's Mandela time. Uh, <laughs> it's Mandela time. Fool. That's good. What? It's Mandela time. <laughs> All right. Um uh, but there are some other comments here it that It's modello time fool. Kenny.
5: It's
2: modello time fool. Oh my gosh I'm sorry, I'm you know, sorry. i love it though. Modelo time. Modelo time. All right. All right, all right. Yeah, you know what's <laughs> ironic about that whole thing is what was the slogan for Miller Lite? It's Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe it just wanted to be in the box. But here were some of the other other comments that came in here. Um, first of all, a guy says, it says, it's not a mix-up. It's all the same crap. You'll be fine. <laughs> Another guy said, um, uh, some are saying that you got an upgrade with those two Modellos, but if you made the decision to buy Miller Lite, you're already a loser. Wow. Another guy said, I bought a case of Red Dog once. Red Dog? Red dog. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a case of Red Dog once and found two Pabst Blue ribbons in it. Best day in the ghetto ever. <laughs> 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 Another guy says, he says has, has this ever happened to me? No, no, that's never happened <laughs> to me. I've never bought Miller White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another guy said. Another guy said. All right. He said. He said. It's Willy Wonka for people who drink beer. Whoa! <laughs> you didn't win a brewery, but you get to go home every day to your double wide and eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> And finally because it's Modelo, it's Mexican beer hanging out with the Miller Lite. Guy says, "Biden got rid of the wall so the Modellos are coming back to America." <laughs> 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 and that's ripped from Reddit.
1: <laughs> it never, ever disappoints.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you see that? Those two little modelos riding in there. It's like, yeah, Biden got rid of the wall. They're coming. I'm back with the Americans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I love Rip from Reddit.
1: Um, And if you have a Rip from Reddit for us, please send it our way by going to what's on tap radio at gmail.com.
2: And I'm telling you, you have to go and you have to dig through some of the comments because you'll find like 250 comments, but there are 12 or 20 or 50 in there that are just gold. And
1: all right, <laughs> James. <laughs> okay. I don't know really how to ch- segue out of that. I can crack a beer though. Speaking of Biden, let's uh, yeah, let's crack a beer. Yeah. Speaking of Biden, uh, I got the uh, Southern Star Brewing Company Fracker IPA. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's crack an IPA. This Have we, we had go- an IPA on the show? Oh yeah, actually yeah, we do it with the B fifty two, right? Yeah, B fifty two. Hope you like Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna crack. This is a Fracker IPA. From a Southern Star Brewing Company. Oh, so this is the second
2: Southern Star beer we've had on. We've had, we've had uh, some Brazos Valley. We've had some. Uh, we got
1: no label brewing 6. over there. Six point two five percent alcohol by volume. I don't okay. know if you had that beer, but in the meantime, while you guys are filling up on that, uh, let's talk about what Sierra Nevada's got going on in their camp. Uh, Sierra Nevada and American Recycling, of uh, Western North Carolina. WNC has announced a formation of the Western North Carolina Brewery Recycling Cooperative and an upcoming opening of a new recycling drop-off site near Asheville. This is kind of cool. The cooperative and the new drop-off site, which is set to open in the next coming months, will create an infrastructure for the area's 80-plus breweries to recycle common industry waste currently going to a landfill. Yeah, so the new recycling co-op will be available to breweries and small businesses across western north carolina greatly increasing the area's ability to recycle commercial materials man hug the planet i'm telling you man they're all in love out yeah i thought that was pretty cool uh, oh that, <laughs> as we drink the fracker <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i got a buddy who works at a recycling <laughs> you know i got a buddy who works at a recycling plant right <laughs>
2: i didn't know that hey
1: okay. oh i do oh. here's
0: a quick recycling reminder from the guy at your area recycling okay. center Still half a beer in this bottle. (laughs) That's not beer! Thanks for recycling.
1: Seriously, thanks for recycling. I encourage people to recycle. I'm a big recycling person in my house. So, very cool. Sierra Nevada yep speaking of uh how's this uh, fracker beer taste
2: um i <laughs> know it's like <laughs> all right it goes a- out to all you pipeline work oh, oh ooh, it's no. a
1: good beer all right yeah, we gotta take is- a break but we still have a lot to get to in the last segment chad including what do we got oh we got to talk about beer snow gotta talk about beer oh snow chad oh my gosh
2: that story is brilliant and
1: then the beer predictions for 2021 and how did beer sales do on super bowl sunday all coming up in the last segment of What's On Tap Radio. So hang with us one
3: more. We'll be right back. A real partner will make you feel loved, needed, and sexy. Wait, it's beer. Beer already does that. What's On Tap Radio continues with James Simpson and Chad Pillbeam. What's <laughs> up, man?
5: we me <laughs> too, man. Oh, Words. Word, word.
1: No way, I'm singing this. Come on, Chad. Nope. Keep that karaoke theme going.
5: We gotta talk about
0: beer snow, Chad. We do. Before we do, what, what, what are we getting to? What order of operations?
1: are we going do we crack a beer
4: well uh, you were talking well hold on how
1: about this we got a lot going on well a lot going on last night i
2: understand we got an update here on the big game as far as and so if people uh, if people were i'm going to say this if they were drinking more during the game then we definitely need to crack the beer if they were drinking less during the game we definitely need to crack a beer because we got to make up for it so let's crack a beer all right let's crack a beer see how
1: i did that i justified that let's get those no label name drops ready. I'm we ready. Give a no I'm label like. name drop to neighbor Chris and our buddy Chris Perry in San Antonio. Okay. Another long tab beer. Wait,
2: Chris and Chris again?
1: Yep. We got a lot of Chris's going on. Man. And this is the Long Hair Dictionary. So, Honey Brown, long tab. Go ahead and crack this. You good over there, Rodney Campbell, Mr. Like, I need more beer. Yeah, what do we have? What's, a, what's the style on it's this? It's a one? Honey Brown. A Honey Brown? Honey Brown. All, All right. Yeah. So, give a shout out to Long Tab at it's that five point five six percent alcohol by volume.
2: Speaking of, uh, you know Valentine's Day. What's on that? What's on that can? It's kind of looking a little. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: uh, I'm gonna pass this over. Yeah, to okay, because you. you're not gonna describe. Does Cast Branding do a long tab? You hear that long tab? <laughs> but I've been there. Yeah, he's been there. You can't hear him on the mic. Get m- on the program here. But long tab, reach out to Rodney Campbell, Castbrandy.com, Castbrandy.com. all right? Get your glassware and yeah, merch okay. from Pass that over there. All right, Rodney. But Cam- yeah, so beer sales during the big game, according to the Telegraph, Americans drink 325.5 million gallons of beer for the big game. Yeah. Employees of CJ's Liquor Store on Harper Road in Beckley I'm not sure where that is, but they said they saw an increase of customers coming in on that Sunday buying drinks for the big game. Their beer of choice, or the beers of choice Budweiser and Natty Light. Well, all right. Were the two of the more popular brands purchased. So, yeah, beer sales were up for the big game. People were drinking. They said Budweiser? Budweiser. So Bud Heavy. Yeah, did Mm. not advertise. Budweiser did not advertise. So,
2: see, beer sales for Bud Heavy went up during the big game, despite the fact that they saved all that money on advertising.
1: Yeah, well, they're investing that money in COVID vaccines.
2: But then they're turning around and giving discounts to people who get vaccinated. Actually, that's another brewery, but or another bar, but whatever. That honey brown, a uh,
1: uh, little sweet, little sweet. Yeah, and by a little, I mean a lot. I like the beer that we brought last week, the yeah. ripe porter, a little better than this. Yeah, one. but this that's yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, this it, it's yeah. It, the, the, the nice thing about it being sweet uh, in this particular case, I I half expected it to be have some off flavor or out of balance, where you just kind of wanted it. Neh. No, I don't feel that way.
1: Don't forget that we're posting these pictures to our, or these beers that we're drinking to our social media at What's on Tap Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you're not following us, come on! What are you waiting for? Yeah, that's Boost cool. our self esteem. You could you could pretty much cook with that and make a dessert. Plus the food that we're eating from the backyard grill. All right, Chad, we got to talk about the 2021 trends to look out for. Yeah, that's Beer right. trends, that yeah. is. Since we're
2: doing the research. And I have no idea.
1: I know. So I'm going to guess.
2: I'm going to predict, all right? You know, you, you're going to be sorely disappointed.
1: Glitter beer. <laughs> no
2: glitter glitter is uh, i've guessed is glitter is beer every year not every year, is not every on, year
1: Rodney. i've guessed glitter beer it's
2: not on the list but let's just go with let's let's say that uh no i think glitter beer is going to be on the decline the five breweries that made it, i think there's only gonna be four this year so i think uh, it's gonna go down womp, by 20 womp, womp. it's gonna drop by 20 percent. okay i'm guessing though
1: so glitter beer is not on the list you have
2: another prediction
1: um le- really okay i'm gonna go pilsners and and loggers they're going to kind of going back to the flagship beers according
2: to this report right here it is not one of the top beer trends the top six beer trends but here i'll give you a hint here let's see if you can go so what do you think's gonna happen with draft beer
1: draft beer is gonna be on the decline since uh bars and brew pubs
2: well they're saying it's gonna stay flat it- they're gonna see an increase in consumption because more and more people are turning to bottles and cans. Well, yeah, because you
1: can't go to you can't go to bars. Pubs. We talked right. about in the UK, how they're dumping all this and beer. They're
2: gonna keep doing it. okay. Uh what do you what do you think the most es- essential thing for a tap room success is gonna be in twenty twenty one?
1: Clean and sanitized
2: outdoor spaces. Yeah,
1: Out. even if it's 25 degrees below zero. Gotta
2: be like it was at <laughs> Rake Beer Project in Muskegon, <laughs> yeah. Michigan.
1: We got that one space heater. Everybody crowd around.
2: All right, what do you think is going to be the biggest growth package? So what package, what size package is going to grow the most?
1: Oh, grow the most?
2: Yes, 12 packs.
1: 12 packs?
2: 12 packs are going to grow. Modelo. Because <laughs> apparently people are, are, are settling into some of the things you're saying. They're finding their favorite beer that they want to drink every day and since they're working from home, What's the last time you bought a twelve pack? Exactly my question. I did
1: so. I, I like the mixer twelve packs, right? But it's that a, it, breweries do. Yeah. But I don't think I've bought a twelve pack. Now, if Hams had a twelve pack, I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, on the Hams train right it, now.
2: I think. I think you're the reason you're going to see the biggest growth is is it's already working off a low base. There aren't a lot of twelve packs being sold.
1: If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the trends to look out for in 2021. The beer trends We've that got is three
2: more here. This one here, I'm not even going to tease it. Bartenders and breweries are going to start going more digital. With the QR codes and all that. Yeah,
1: you know, the you less know. things you can touch.
2: Yep. Oh, hey, hop, drop, pay attention. Yeah, they don't sponsor a show. No, they don't. No, but they're good people. I like them. Anyway, uh, that's all good. Uh, subscription services and direct-to-customer services. Oh, yeah. Brewer- like delivery services? Yep, going to
1: go up. Is that talking about restaurants as well?
2: It, it, it's it's straight across the board, but breweries are seeing a lot of success with the subscription services. Um, breweries all over the country, do actually. Do breweries
1: locally do deliveries?
2: Depends on the state law. So the state law ma- makes all the difference there. Um, that there is, uh, they're expect to see more and more of that. And then James, I'm surprised you didn't throw this one in here. Yeah, you I said, said glitter you, beer. you said, you said glitter beer. You said, you said, uh, more lower ABV beers. Yeah. But how low, low calorie beers, how
1: low, like how low, like, Oh, you're talking about the, the NA beers, uh-huh. NA beers, right?
2: Yep. NA beers, non-alcoholic beers, and
1: they're <laughs> getting better. Well, I've had some N.A. beers when the doctor says, hey, no drinking for a week. There's some good ones out there.
2: Take your word. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Sorry. Not a fan. But I am interested in the other category, which also falls into this number six of the trends for 2021. More CBD beverages.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah. If I'm going to drink you know, I, I know CBD and be, and, and uh, 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 what is it? I really don't know. <laughs> Hey, legalize it. Hemp IPA. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Yeah, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. I don't, know.
1: I don't, I don't Company. really know a lot of CBD beers. We don't really cover that on the show. Because
2: Texas doesn't have
1: them. I know, but it's still like a subject we really haven't discussed. And if you're like- going to put
2: CBD in beer, it has to be non-alcoholic. Mm, that's right I do remember yeah. talking about that so yeah. there are
1: your trends to look out for huh?
2: yeah those are your trends alright so we got about a minute left here and we've been teasing this the entire show the snow beer oh my goodness pay attention here folks fun
1: fact or uh, pro tip don't eat yellow snow
2: <laughs> yeah well and possibly what is the most Wisconsin thing ever, YouTube creators Sparky and Skeeter. I'm sorry,
1: their names are what?
2: Sparky and Skeeter.
1: That's the most Midwest names (laughs) you can
2: get. Hey, Spark. Yeah, Skeet. What you got? (laughs) Well, I I got a Wisconsin-like challenge for you here. How about this? We're going to make snow out of beer. What?
1: They're going to make snow out of beer. (laughs) Yeah. Not beer out of snow.
2: No. 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 A lot of people. Not beer out of snow. No. No, it's not BrewDog. (laughs) Sorry, James Watt. Don't even get me started with that guy. (laughs) made a beer
1: no i'm not doing it (laughs) yes you are
2: the two cooked up these two sparky and skeeter cooked up a pot of brats with some lining kugel beer and then decided well we got this leftover boiling beer what are we gonna do with it they fired it out of an air cannon and launched the beer into sub-zero skies and voila beer snow was born (laughs) i don't know how many lining kugels you gotta have to come up with that idea but YouTube creators Sparky and Skeeter. In They're the probably mo- a
1: good follow on <laughs> YouTube, I bet.
2: <laughs> the most Wisconsin-like thing of all time, making snow out of beer by firing out of you an air. All right, I'm
1: not doing it. <laughs> Stop doing it.
2: James Watt Brewdog. All right, this has been What's on Tap Radio. That's it. we got to say we goodbye. Gotta, we
1: got to put a bow on the show. All right. Well, that was a good show. Wow, that crept up on us. All right. Let's thank some people, including our sponsors. Uh, Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Brazos Valley Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Grill, Fed us this week, of course, Cast Branding, and sponsored our podcast. Keeping all of our beers at the perfect temperature. Arctic Outdoors. Those Arctic coolers are nice. Go pick yourself up one. Chad, anything else before we say goodbye? Beer here with Mark and Chad every Thursday from 4 to 7 at The Backyard Grill. All right. For Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Beam, I'm your Guru James. I'm saying, hey, thanks for checking out What's on Tap Radio. We hope you enjoyed. And we hope to see you back on the radio airwaves next week. See you then. Cheers.
5: In a white room with black curtains near the station. Black roof country, no gold no payments, tired Stalin. station platform ticket restless diesel goodbye window I walked into such a sad time at the station
0: okay round two name something that's not boring